When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation annual business meeting was held Monday, December 5th, where members throughout Wisconsin brought forth resolutions. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Dave Daniels is the vice president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and chair of the delegate session at the convention, where a lot of policy discussion took place. He shares more on what policy platforms were adopted. Well, there were several different policies and different structures of policy that were adopted. In the dairy section, we know that the negative PPWs were always uh, something that farmers were trying to fix. So. Uh, some of the stuff that we talked about, depooling and that kind of thing within federal milk marketing orders. As far as the raw milk issue, that one passed. Did that surprise you at all? Uh, that did surprise me because uh, they talked about the standards, but then they also discussed on how it could be a black eye for the dairy industry, which we've heard in previous years. Yeah. Again, there was support for education, especially education that is going to bring in students from high schools that would go on to more education in production agriculture. Uh, so one of the proposals is that we have a task force or meet with the people that have some uh, task force already in place to help uh, bring those educational sources back for our, our students that want to continue that education. Another thing is when we were talking about extension, uh, there's a lot of challenges out there with extension and how they're looking at uh, trying to uh, develop their educators in certain areas. The policy that we adopted is to have one or two counties only that would have its educators rather than stretched across four counties. So I think that's uh, something that we have to talk to Extension at UW-Madison about that. Uh, EMS was one of the other things that was pertinent on the rural areas, and so there's language within those policies that were adopted uh, that talk about uh, testing for rural uh, people, also working with rural municipalities on trying to make sure we have good health care and emergency services throughout the uh, rural area. What was the feedback or discussion on those first few topics that you talked about? What was the need? that these members brought forward to create these adoptions into the policy? Well, the needs uh, for the, on the education side uh, was uh, something like the, our farm and industry short course and going virtual this year. Our delegates would like to see something more robust in that we have a task force and we have farmers participating with that task force to find out what they would like to have out in the education sector for improving people that want to go from high school, get more some education, and then come back to production agriculture. On the rural emergency services, that's just a need for it because the volunteer uh, fire departments and EMS services are being strapped because they don't have the volunteers. Uh, and 
similarly, it's the funding and the testing process that is all involved in that. So those are some of the talking points on those. And then moving into the second half, there was a lot more policy platforms that were adopted. Can you continue to go into what those were in the different areas? And once again, what discussion was brought up? What really is sticking out to you as the needs of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau members? So there's other policies that we discussed, uh, some of it on climate change and carbon sequestering, and knowingly that's kind of in its infancy. What the needs of the farmers are is that we make sure that we are able to capture some of those dollars that we're going to probably be spending to have those initiatives put in place. Uh, So they wanted to make sure that if this is going to help all of society and all of the public is that the farmers aren't the sole people that will be paying for those things. On another subject with PFAs and PFOs, we wanted to make sure that if a farmer's farmland or farm animals are being exposed to those that they get some indemnification for it and not have to pay for all the destruction or the things that may have to happen to their animals or land. On the federal side, we also looked at how cover crops are good for the farming practices. We have farmer-led watershed groups that are out there that are looking to have some dollars to help educate not only themselves but also farmers and do some of the research on real values of what that could take. Another thing is we have environmental scoring that is looking at agriculture and trying to say how much is agriculture going to be involved in that scoring and what kind of liability they will have because of that scoring. Was there any key topics that were brought up that had maybe heated discussion and is going to be continuing be a discussion that's coming up? In the dairy policy, we've had several years of discussing supply management and how that may affect farms. There was a lot of discussion on keeping this particular plans that are out there and moving them forward and having that as policy. That did not pass in the resolution process, but there was dozens of delegates that got up and talked about that. And our delegates are very passionate about that. But I think we still want to do some continuing education for our members. That is part of our policy at this point in time. But it's not that we have a plan in place right now to move forward with anything. Federal milk marketing orders are also being looked at in the next year or so. And we've got several different types of languages within the dairy policy that we want to hopefully move forward into USDA and such like that. What direction is the Farm Bureau going now, moving forward, now that these policies were approved, as well as the ones that weren't approved? How are those affecting now your next steps going forward? Well, the policy book that we've just approved here is a guideline for our our government relations department to work off of on different bills that may be coming through. Futuristically, we're going to go to AFBF. We will take some of our languages that we've passed, and we'll move that into the AFBF structure of their policy policy book and see if we can't advocate for those policies to be put in that book. Besides that, I think delegates also will be looking at what can they change or what can they bring forward next year that may be more of a benefit and that the delegates will look at as a positive and get them into our book. So those are kind of the three reasons and three steps that will continue forward for what Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation will do. For the step that some of these policies are really depending on what may come across and bills that may come out of the legislature. That was Dave Daniels, the vice president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. You can learn more about these approved policies at WFBF.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.